Hi, I'm Derek Thompson. Does the news feel overwhelming to you these days? There's a pandemic, then there's inflation, and also this crypto thing. It's way too much to keep track of. That's why my podcast, Plain English, breaks down the news twice a week. Short, sweet, and surprising. It's everything you need to know with key insights you won't forget. Listen to Plain English free on Spotify. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX is clipped. Now streaming only on Hulu. This episode is brought to you by Pure Leaf Ice Tea. Go beyond reality with new Pure Leaf Blackberry Ice Tea and discover a berry delicious world bursting with unexpected blackberry flavor. A world so full of refreshing blackberry iced tea that you may never want to leave. But there's always time to linger. Try new Pure Leaf Blackberry Iced Tea. Visit amazon.com slash pureleaf and enter 20 pureleaf for 20% off your purchase of new Pure Leaf Blackberry Iced Tea. Or at least I don't do crystal meth in the bathroom all night long. That's my opinion! He will never emotionally fulfill you. Because I don't want to be a part of it. Go to sleep! Go to Close your legs to married men, trash box. I'll tell you how I'm doing. Not well, bitch. Who gonna check me, boo? What's up, everybody, and welcome to Morally Corrupt, a show here on the Ringer Reality Feed. I'm Rachel Lindsay. Joining me for the entire show is Callie Curry. We got a lot to get into. We really did the show 30 minutes before this, but that's what that's the, the show that y'all aren't privy to. So we're going to hit y'all with the news of the week. Then we're going to recap Potomac. We're going to recap the Salt Lake City reunion. Let's go. There is so much to get into with news of the week. We are all over the place this week. And let's start with, dare I say the most shocking news, Callie, or just maybe it's not shocking to be expected at this point when it comes to Jen Shaw from Salt Lake City. So if you follow Salt Lake City, you know that we just had the reunion. You also know Jen Shaw has been sentenced at this point. You also know that Jen Shaw recorded a separate sit-down with Andy Cohen. We don't know when that's going to be, re- be released. No, that, that didn't no, happen. We're no, not, we're not getting it. That, that on, on last week? Oh, yeah, wait, you weren't here what? last week. <laughs> yeah, that's what? not yes. happening anymore. Yes. You take so- one week off? This is what happens. <laughs> he posted like a like a statement and everything on her Instagram. Um, I am. I wish y'all could have seen my reaction when I just found this out. This is why you can't miss an episode of Morally Corrupt. What? I am floored, Jen. You've already been found guilty. First of all, you pled guilty. Let's just start there. You've already been sentenced at this point. You. What what does Bravo have against you or why would they be trying to show you in any other way? You're already guilty at this point. So, okay, wow, wow. So now that makes even more sense why Jen's not done. She still believes that she can win, like change 
the, the way people think opinion. about yeah change the way people think about her by telling her truth and i just don't think that she understands one i really don't care at this point and two like jen what no no what no, 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 no. Prove? oh you care you care oh i do not care no 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 not she thinks that she can change the court of public opinion and for people innocent people to give her their emails after she was just found guilty of her, as Jody would say, FBI indicted contact list. <laughs> I'm sorry. If any of you guys are giving Jen Shaw your email address, you may need to be evaluated. <laughs> Absolutely. That is so true. Who is trusting Jen at this point? I would love to know how many emails she actually got. At this point, what I am depending on are the bloggers to do this, do the do the dirty work, do this work for us. Fake emails, but yeah, and then come back and tell us what Jen said, which we know will be a whole lot of nothing. You guys, if you've never met a narcissist before, this (laughs) is classic narcissism. To the T, to the T. I feel bad for Jen's family at this point. I really just wish she would pull a Chrisley and just quietly go do your thing Bow with down. your family. Realize this is this is what's going to happen. You're going to serve time and just enjoy your time out of prison while you can. Like that's that's just all she needs to do at this point. Yes, but she's her trying to stay version, relevant. Yeah, her her version of enjoying her time is like being as famous as possible. It's exhausting. That's what she cares about. Mm. Mm-mm. Well, like the fact that she didn't go to the reunion but is answering calls at the reunion, I'm like, why aren't you there? If you're willing to be on camera, like your voice to be on camera, what's the difference? I feel like her team had to tie her down to not go. I really feel like they had her trapped because there's just no way on her own she didn't want to be there. I know she wanted to be there. I know she felt like she could control the narrative. They had her locked down. For sure. Also, it's the best decision she made, so we know she didn't make it. Yeah. Herself. Yeah, no, absolutely. Okay, moving on to a new show in Bravo World, Southern Hospitality. Now, I did not watch Southern Hospitality as of last week. When Callie, I believe it was you, Callie, dropped it was this me. piece of information <laughs> into our group chat and dropped the video of Grace Lily versus Mia Alario on Watch What Happens Live, which I guess was like their mini reunion because yeah. they're not going to get one. It took like, how many seasons did it take for Southern, Southern charm, charm to get oh, one. Wow. It was a couple of four Same or five. Same Summer House. Yeah. Summer House. Summer House was like five seasons before yeah. it got one. That's what I mean. Summer House. Um, so this was kind of their version of it. But I was immediately intrigued to the point where I finished the season. No! <laughs> I, you watched the whole season? The whole thing! Wait, I have to, I need to clarify this. I sent that little clip maybe four days ago. Less than that. 
Maybe. <laughs> you sent it? I finished the entire season on Wednesday. I stayed home from work. I wasn't feeling well. And I said, you know what? This clip has me so interested in Southern hospitality. I finished the whole season. I was at home. Wow. I had nothing else to do. And I loved it. I really? loved Southern hospitality. I am all in. I don't know if I would have liked it if I watched it each week, but to binge it. Now that you know who the characters are, what do you think about what um, Little Miss um, Grace Lily yeah. said to Mia? Well, and the problem with Grace Lily is, and she does this on the show. So this is what happens, you guys. And watch what happens live. A fan, they do the fan questions, and a fan asks Grace Lily if she regretted, excuse me, calling Mia a slut. And she also called her friend a sl- Mia's friend a slut on the show. And she doubled down on it. And I'm not going to get into her whole thing of what she said, but she basically is like, she has no regrets. She's like, I said what I said, and I'm not going to take it back. And basically doubled down and said that Mia is that and, and just started talking about all this stuff about how they have a nickname for her and she's always taking guys back to her house. And she just goes on and on and on. And you can tell Mia is just so uncomfortable. She's trying to take the high road. She's trying to be classy about it. She she's does trying to take smile the high through it. But like you can tell she is so totally embarrassed. It's a very uncomfortable situation. Even Andy seemed uncomfortable. And nobody was really taking up for Mia. Like kind of Maddie was like, this is what I'm talking. She's like, this is what we're talking about when it comes to Grace Lily. She kind of says that in the clip. But it just was really awkward. And it was a lot. And that's why I, I too was like, okay, I need to watch this show because I need to understand who is Grace. this character, Grace <laughs> Lily, that I'm watching? And in just to give some context too, in the show, Grace talks about how she's extremely insecure and she deals with a lot of body issues and trying to love herself. And she lashes out when men are attracted to other women in the friend group and they choose their fr- other girls over her. So that's how she started calling Mia and her friend a slut. I don't know if you got to this point yet in this show, Mm -mm. but she started calling Mia and her friend a slut because she liked this guy and the guy liked Mia's friend. And her immediate fallback was, oh, Mia's friend's a slut. And then she basically says, I just did this because I was insecure. I'm sorry about that. And then now here we are. And she's like, no, she is a slut. So she's just a lot and all over the place. Just, is she good TV? Yes. Yeah. Did I like this moment? No. I, they'll bring her back if there's a season two because she's oh, just, for sure. rubs I mean, everyone the wrong her, way. But. They have to bring her back. She, she stirs the pot. She reminds me a little bit of Mia from Potomac. Like, oh, I don't know yeah. if, like the light bulb isn't fully on. You have no idea what they're going to say. Like they are like anything could come out of their mouth. Um, they rely on like things that have happened in their past to excuse their behavior today. Um, which, you know, I do think that's valid to a certain extent, but like, I'm sorry you feel insecure. You should not be calling another woman a slut. Sorry. There's nothing you're going to say that makes me feel like that's okay. So I didn't like it. Also, I feel like no one else said anything or really stuck up for her because they were like, what's she going to say about me? Like, they're all kind of like, we don't know what she's going to say, so we're not touching her. I did like that Andy was like making faces at her like, you sound stupid. And then he was like, you know what, Mia? I'm going to take you out to dinner tonight. Like, I liked that Andy did that because he could tell like, first of all, I think he thinks he was like, this is insane. 
too. <laughs> he, could, he could tell that Mia felt embarrassed and uncomfortable, yeah. but was taking the high road. Instead of her like going back at her, she was just like, okay. And like shaking her head. I felt so bad for her. And I'm so. glad that Andy was like, you know what? We'll go out to dinner tonight. Okay. And she's not invited. Grace Lily, can, Grace Lily can go somewhere else. I did too. Also, Grace Lily can go to well, a restaurant in, in Times Square. All right. And, and we'll go to Chaconi's. I don't want to spoil anything from you, but this does come out towards the end. Not Chaconi's. <laughs> <laughs> this does come out at the end. Do you watch Southern Charm, Callie? Of course. Okay. Remember how... Rachel, um, what TV show do I not watch? This is true. <laughs> because what did you... Oh, because you're watching Special Forces. <laughs> it's great. It's great television. <laughs> I actually did hear that show's really good. Um, so Southern Charm, remember at the reunion when Taylor is accusing Shep of messing with one of the girls at Leva's restaurant? Oh, that's her? Guess which girl you think it is. Because remember, Shep, Shep tried to kiss one of the girls at Leva's restaurant. I would have to assume it is the girl. I don't know her name because obviously I only watched the first four or five episodes, but the one that's in charge, blonde girl who like is Maddie. going back to her bad boy ex. Yeah. Maddie? No. It's Mia. Oh. So he tried to kiss Mia and Mia DM Taylor about it. Mia was the girl. Um, I'm in deep. I'm in deep with Southern hospitality. <laughs> I'm going to finish it. I'll finish it. You finish inspired it. me. And then we'll talk. We'll talk. Um, okay, last news of the week. Real Housewives of Potomac, we're getting the reunion looks. I love that we're making this a thing now, right? Just like we get taglines and that has become a thing and taken a life of its own, so have the looks for the reunion. There's just, there's no, there's no limit to Housewives. Like there's all the places we could go. And so now we go to looks, we make it a thing. I don't know what the theme was for Potomac Blue. Is what shades of blue is I what I'm like going it was to assume. Like blue zoo, not zoo. Oh, because of Wendy with the peacock. So Wendy with the peacock, Candace with the toucan, <laughs> Ashley's a mermaid. So what the hell is going on? Blue creatures, cre <laughs> blue creatures. and animals. Creatures, Creatures of the Sea. <laughs> this, this is, these are some of the worst reunion looks I've ever seen. And I like the color blue. And I think blue looks good on a lot of their like skin complexions. Like, um, you would think that they could come up with something good. I truly don't love a single look. I think I like some faces. Um, but no, these dresses are horrific. Somehow, somehow, the worst, second worst dressed person on Potomac looks the best to me. I think Robin looks the best. I, it is shot. This is how you know how bad the looks are. The worst dressed people on this show are in my top three. The worst. Oh, hell best. no. Giselle is not in your top three. Yes. And it's, and maybe it's because of the face as well. It's the face yeah. as well. Like, I love the way that her hair looks in this. So I'm looking at the whole thing. I like when sleeves cover the hands. Um, when it goes... As in, as in that's gloves? How <laughs> 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 that too. 
but it was all connected. <laughs> wait, wait. I'm sorry. Everybody looked atrocious. Horrible. <laughs> okay. But the top three, in my opinion, were Candace, Giselle, and Robin. And that is I, shocking. I I'm think talking my head top to toe. Three, my top three are Robin, Candace, and um what they call her on the show? Mia's representative. Oh, Jacqueline looked good. Jacqueline looked good. Okay, I forgot. I don't want to count her. Yeah. She's not a housewife. I was mad that she was even included in the mix. But she is top three for me. Um, this is so bad. Candace's dress to me is horrible. I just think Candace is really, really pretty. She is. I like her she hair. Is. She has a good beat. I like her shoes. I think they're cute. I want to say they're St. Laurent. Really cute. Um, but no, it's all, it is all bad. I actually think Ashley's like face and hair, like she could have been so cute. I didn't like that hair on If they picked an appropriate dress. Um, I didn't like that hair But Ashley's her. body is too good to be wearing something that don't make your body look good. I don't like when people wear dresses like that. It literally looks like you took a sheet and you attached it to something, and it's like more skin does not make the dress look better. It's just, I, no. it, this was bad. I actually think Bravo's, Bravo is trolling us by being like, <laughs> now here are the looks for the reunion. Between that and the mess that we saw for Salt Lake City. Lord. I like Giselle's hair because I'm tired of seeing that, the wig that she wears. And so I actually liked this style on her. You like, you like Giselle's hair because you miss home. I miss who? Home, Texas. <laughs> it, no, Karen was giving Karen was giving more Texas hair to me than Giselle. She looked like she about to go to a beauty pageant for Little Miss Arlington. <laughs> yeah, she does. She actually, she actually really does. <laughs> I can't even give her. I can't even give her Dallas. I can't give her Fort Worth. She does. But Little Miss Arlington. She does. She actually really does. That's so funny. <laughs> okay, fine. Let's move on to Potomac. <laughs> there, was, there was no right answer when it came to the looks, is what, is what it comes down to. But what was right was this episode of Potomac. Mm-hmm. So, for 15 episodes in, we're finally getting to the meat of Potomac, what once was with Potomac. I don't know if you find this. I have a lot of friends who are watching Potomac for the first time or going back and rewatching episodes. It's making me want to go back and start the season over. I don't know if I have the time to, but I'm falling in love with it all over again because I'm remembering how good it is because they're like, oh my gosh, I'm on this part. And I'm like, oh, you have no idea what's about to come up next. And then it's making me like what, what's going on now because I remember how great Potomac used to be. So I'm 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 loving that this is where we are with Potomac because season 15 is giving us the beginnings. Season 15, episode 15 is giving us the beginnings of Potomac. I want to know this from you before we get all in. Do you like what Karen is doing right now or do you dislike it? Because we're all Karen fans. I don't think that Robin got that personal with Karen. How Karen was like, you you attacked my character. She, I mean, she didn't really say anything that deep for 
Karen to go as deep as she did with Robin. And also, you telling Ashley, come on, this can't get out before this trip is over. Shut the, like, you know what you were doing. (laughs) And the first opportunity you got to tell Robin in front of the women you did. So you were fully prepared for this to come out before the end of this trip. And I think she thought that Ashley might run and tell Robin before they got on the bus and was hoping to address it on the bus, but Ashley did not. So she waited till the very first, the very first meal to do it. I don't know if I like it only because uh, Robin clearly has had some shit to say about Karen for a while, picture evidence and all, and has not said anything because they, I think Robin thought that's crossing the line. Like I'm not bringing this up on camera and neither did Giselle to her credit, which is shocking to me that Giselle had this photo and has not said anything about it on camera, but that does show that there is some sort of line that they won't cross. And as soon as Karen crossed that line, uh, unfortunately, it didn't it didn't work out well for Karen. <laughs> them, them all showing the picture and everyone being like, me being but, like, that's your ass, that's your ass, Karen. But like <laughs> the picture, from what we can tell, we did not get to see the picture, and neither Mm-mm. did Karen, mind you. That was the funniest part that they she I wouldn't show it. Karen. I love that. That was I so messy. that Robin would not show Karen. She was like, nope. The picture seems to be of the back of Karen, which I don't know. I think I don't it know. is Karen. And I think Karen knows it's Karen, which is why she was like, I was in Vegas with a lot of people. With a lot of people. So she admitted, she basically was saying, it probably is a picture of me, but it doesn't show that I'm with this guy. Like, that's But what was she doing she was in the picture? To- Right? Like, what was she doing? Sitting there? So who cares that she's sitting there with somebody who has got blue eyes? But do I think the entire cast as a whole thinks that Karen got a lot going on outside of Ray? I do. So if you're Karen, why are you launching that bomb knowing that your shit is not clean? Well, here's the thing. Blue Eyes has been a storyline for seasons. So Mm -hmm. I think that she thought it was done. She There was no way that she thought that they had a picture of whatever (laughs) this picture is, which I hope they show at the reunion. Maybe Mm -hmm. that's why, maybe that's why blue is the the color. (laughs) You know what? Producers, if that is the reason, I commend you. Maybe that's why. Um, that's that's. I just really thought. So I'm hoping we see the picture. Show us the picture, um, which I have a feeling is. And maybe that's why they didn't show it to Karen too, because Karen could be like, "Oh, that's the back of me. Come on now." Or so I'm just sitting there talking to a guy. What is that showing? Mm-hmm. Which to that I agree. I don't like this side of Karen that we're seeing. I think it plays into Giselle saying that she has. She thinks very highly of herself. And a lot of this has really gone to her head. And if I didn't want to believe it before, I can't deny it after this episode. The way that she talks about herself, which it's good to have confidence, but the way that she is, I I don't know, just between really this whole season, she's clearly a fan favorite. She's my favorite in Potomac. 
And the way that people love her so much, laud her, it's just, it's gone to her head at this point. For sure. And for her, because Callie and I had a debate about this. When we saw Karen tell Ashley that Juan has a mistress, I thought she said <laughs> she's blonde like me. Callie thought she said she's fine like me. <laughs> I think we were both right. She's like, she's blonde. She looks like me. That's So we both heard it. We both heard pretty much the same thing. Yeah, but... I also thought it was believable that Karen was like, she's fine, just like me. Like this. <laughs> well, she insinuated that. <laughs> this um, has definitely gone to her head. I mean, after BravoCon, I was like, oh my God. The way Karen acts, she thinks she is Beyonce. The grand dame. She is yeah. the grand dame. Which I think that that is the real reason, which. I obviously, Giselle and Robin have not been my favorite this season. I don't hate them, but they're just not my favorite. Um, but I do think they're right. I think that the real reason why she hates Charisse is because Charisse actually is a socialite in Potomac. She actually is the grand dame, if there were to be one, which I don't even think Charisse wants to claim that. I think she's, it's just a no, well-known thing that Charisse is actually in these circles that Karen wants to be in. And... I think that's why Karen does not like her on top of the fact that I think she knows that Sharice knows a lot about her. And so Karen don't want her on the show. Karen don't want her around. Karen don't like her. On the flip side, I think that Sharice hates that Karen claims to be this socialite and the grand dame when Sharice is like, we all know that that is not true. You have no pull in Potomac. You're very famous on the show. But so I think... Sharice doesn't like that she's kind of like taken her real life and turned it into this character on Potomac. It's It seems like it's Karen's show. It's Karen's friend group. And to be honest, the other ladies have made it seem that way too. Because Giselle's like, I've known Karen for years. We were in Jack and Jill together. Our kids know each other. So I just thought this whole thing started from women in the Jack and Jill world. That's what I was thinking this whole time. But um, I'm sure a lot of them were in Jack, Jack and Jill minus like Ashley and Mia. But um, I do think they knew Karen. Giselle and Karen are the only ones that I think really knew each other before. Um, like Ashley well, didn't. Robin, Robin didn't. Like Robin, Robin was friends Charisse. with Charisse. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that's what the, the real issue is. But I just don't get why... Karen, you're throwing glass or you're throwing a rock at a glass house. Like that's essentially what I got from the episode. Now, do I think that um Karen is completely wrong about Juan? I do not. I do not think do I think that there's a blonde that looks like Karen that Juan walks around Georgetown with? Maybe not. Do I think that Juan might have a relationship with a blonde girl? That in Maryland, and somewhere, <laughs> somewhere in the somewhere in the DMV, that does not look like Karen and is younger than Karen. Yes, maybe. I don't even know if she's black. She could be a blonde white girl, blonde like but, me. That's what she said. Yeah, said. Like but me. um, yeah, I there there probably is. It seems, especially I don't know if you've been keeping up on TikTok, but there. Rumors have been flying left and right about Juan. Yes. 
for a while. Yes, for a while. Since since Rob has been on the show, essentially. But since but I don't get like I don't know. Like I guess this happens on every single franchise, but I'm like, Robin's not doing anything wrong. Like, you're talking about her husband. I'm talking about you. We're not talking about Ray. So, like, why are you doing that when you yourself are one? And as the seasons go on, Karen seems to care less about the things that she's saying, the bridges that she's burning, and who she's offending, and whose business she's putting out there. Because the way that she is on a tear right now about talking about Juan, excuse me, talking about Juan, talking about him having another girl, and then even saying that Juan joked about wanting to have a threesome with her, which... Or or even saying, like, she he hugged me so hard that my, my breasts hit my spine, whatever the hell she that said. Was, that was funny. Uh, what are you talking about? <laughs> also, I love, I love Karen and I think she looks great. Do I think that Juan is trying to get at Karen? No, I don't. <laughs> I don't think Juan's trying to get at Karen either, but this, you know, she's got this inflated ego that you know it just seems to be getting bigger and bigger and bigger um this is totally off but it just reminded i was thinking through the episode and my one of my favorite moments of the episode what happened (laughs) this is i don't know why i was just sitting there like what else happened on this episode um i really liked my least two favorite characters which is i think is why i was thinking about them because i was thinking like where would Sharice lie? Like, do I like her more than Mia? Do I like her more than Wendy? Like, she's probably right in that mix with them. Like, she's not my favorite character, but I'm fine with her being there at this point where in the beginning of the show, I was not. Um, But I really appreciated Wendy saying, you got a fake butt, I got a fake butt. I was like, great. Like, thank you for admitting <laughs> Thank you for admitting that. I'm glad you guys, I don't really care about your friendship at all. I don't even care about you guys no. fixing it. But no. last season, she didn't want to admit to having a fake butt. I really liked that she was like, you have a fake butt, I have a fake butt, like, let's be friends. And I was like, amazing. That's all we needed to hear. Mia, we, they could have cut out the Mia's- whole conversation and just let us see that one little 10 second thing. Mia is friends right now with Wendy because she don't have any other friends. She lost Jacqueline. She burned that bridge. We all know that Wendy's desperate for friends in the group. So they they got along, which I'm glad because I don't want to see their fight anymore. We've got better fights, better arguments, 100%. better drama tea to deal with. So let's have them move on. We should note, and I guess we'll get the rest of it next episode, that they all go out and there seems to be some kind of talk T about whether or not Mia said that she wanted to eat with Wendy's box. But she implies that it happened, but you know how Mia is. Mia implies like a lot of things and they don't, it's not really true. I don't necessarily believe this, but I do want to get down to like what happened during this wild night. And they asked I hope her they give us some kind of behind life. the scenes footage. And what did she say? She was like, um, they obviously they can't ask her like what happened because like stay tuned blah, blah blah whatever but she they I guess they, she asked would she and she was like absolutely sounds like they're about to all make that happen but I it seemed like they insinuated that something happened 
And at the very least, it seems like Wendy showed her her box. Uh, these ladies, listen, the, the recipe for success for these ladies is going on a trip. That gives us all the drama we want. I'm trying to think. I know we were all over the place with the recap with, with uh, Potomac because there was just so much that was going on. I'm trying to make sure that there was nothing else that we didn't. Oh, 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 oh. Something you alluded to. You talked about, so one of the things that Karen keeps saying in this episode, and she confronts, um, she keeps saying it in ITMs, but she finally confronts Robin with it. And that's that she doesn't believe that Robin and Juan are getting married. She's like, this is not true. You know, you've been separated all these years. You're finally getting married. You don't even want your mother to be there. You don't want your closest people to be there. You don't want us to be there. I'm like, okay, Karen, y'all aren't on the list. Which I will say, I understand saying you don't want your your parents to be there, especially because it seems like Robin's parents are a little hesitant to it. It seems like they kind of question it. So maybe you would want your parents there to see that this is real. We're really making this commitment to one another. But also, it's up to them to decide what they want to do. They want the kids there, them there. That's enough. So Robin, Karen keeps saying that, keeps saying that, keeps saying that. And then we find out that Apparently, Juan and Robin are married. And are we getting this? Because People Magazine reveals this exclusively, that they're getting married. And the wedding is going to air during the finale. Did we see a certificate? <laughs> <laughs> because they, I'm assuming they got married out the country. And as a person who got married out of the country... I had to also get married in Florida. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So like my, our date of marriage, if you look at our marriage license, it is after we actually got married. So we celebrate oh. the ceremony, but our marriage license, because I remember I woke up one day and I was like, Brian, shit, we have to get married. You have to get married within like six to eight weeks of you applying for it. Mm. And I was like, we got like one week left. So we just like went to the courthouse and got married. So technically the date will say like October something, but we celebrate the actual ceremony. They got married out of the country. I need to see the certificate in the States. Well, we will see. And you're right. I do see people that like go to courthouse even like six months before they go for their actual wedding. If it's out of the country, like they just, they just go and get married to get married. (laughs) Yeah. What anniversary do you celebrate? The August 24th. Because all I know is the we, ceremony? we got married sometime in October. Yeah, the ceremony. Okay. Sometime in October is what the license is. I don't even know where the marriage license is. Okay. Sometime okay. in October. I think it's October 4th. But I, I can tell you, Brian has no idea. So we definitely <laughs> celebrate August 24th. Okay. okay. <laughs> um, so I need to see a marriage license. I don't know if this is the case, but there's just so many room. If they are married, then it really just does suck for them that they can't just be happy with the fact that they have, you know, committed them committed, you know, themselves to one another again, or they're committed to this re- relationship, and they've got to deal with the drama of everyone doubting it, people questioning whether they're married, and then also whether or not Juan has these other women. And you alluded to this in um, when we were talking about the recap earlier that on TikTok, Giorgio says he's covers a lot of housewives. I don't know if he covers all Bravo or just housewives, but 
covers a lot of housewives. And he, a woman reached out to him saying that she was having an affair with Juan at the beginning of COVID, during mm-hmm. COVID. It seems like it went on for a while. She provided receipts of DMs between her and Juan, also between her and Robin, saying that pretty much Robin is fully aware that Juan was having an affair and she just didn't want to make it. I mean, the woman didn't want to make it public and she makes it seem like she's triggered by the fact that she's seeing themselves like their love reignited and she's seeing that, you know, they're, they're planning to get married and I guess it triggered her. And so she's upset and she's putting it out there. Like Juan is not the person that he's, that he's, you know, showing himself to be on this show. Yeah. She didn't show the DMs between her and Robin, but she said that she reached out to Robin and that Robin was fully aware of it and was just like, can you please not make this public? And the woman agreed to not make it public supposedly. Wasn't that in the DMs? I swear I saw a DM that No, said no, that. no. She she showed DMs between her and her and Juan and she also showed a um like folio from a hotel um that has Juan's name like it which for those who don't know a folio is like your receipt from your stay. It has Juan's name on the folio. So she shows the receipt from that as well. She also showed a text message from the last time she spoke to Juan. She, Giorgio says, also says that she had (laughs) pictures, but he did not show those. And he said that he verified Juan's number. And so he was like, it is Juan's number. It definitely sounds like it's legit. It does seem legit. It's legit. Do I think that it is psychotic to, as a side chick, find a TikToker and do all this? Mm, It's a bit. It's a bit psychotic, especially when you want to pretend like she didn't want me to go public, so I didn't want to go public to respect her. But it's like, oh, but but now? (laughs) Now you are doing all this? Like, all of it's not respectful. All of it. So... I don't know. But I do think if at the very least, if Robin is aware, then why do we care? Then why do we care? If Robin is okay with it, if Robin's cool, listen, different strokes for different folks. I'm sure you know, (laughs) I'm sure you know of some people who have a relationship where a woman is okay. The wife is okay with the man doing that or vice versa. The husband's okay with the wife having like a few trysts. So I don't know how it all works, but if it works for them, works for them. Shit, Ray gotta know Karen in these streets. And it works for it works for him. And I think Ray's fine. I mean, when you see Karen and then you see Ray, yeah. just like I think hobbling Ray, along. I'm like, there's no way Ray seems they per- are on the same. Level. Ray seems perfectly fine. Perfectly happy. So whatever works for both of those couples, as long as everyone is in the know, I don't care. Like Ray is slowing down and Karen is gearing up. I mean, to hear Karen say that she's the one who watches porn and she thinks it's beautiful, I'm like, I just doubt that she and Ray have any level of intimacy at all. They asked, who asked, who asked her what category? Yes. And Did Karen answer? Karen didn't answer. No, someone else answered. Jacqueline said she loves 
um, interracial. Oh. And someone Ashley said, said ebony. she loves ebony threesomes. Ebony. Ashley <laughs> said she loves ebony threesomes. Ebony threesomes. <laughs> and the way Karen laughed at ebony threesomes, I was like, Karen, like that too. <laughs> Karen didn't say, she didn't say which one, but you're right. She seemed very happy. She, she knew exactly Ashley what Ashley was talking about. And she did. And you know she what? Did. That was a funny moment. I will say between Jacqueline and um, Ashley, I, I appreciate transparency. There's nothing wrong with watching porn. So good for y'all. And Karen. They said, oh, yeah, which and one? Karen, Karen shot Karen. her hand up. Karen said me first. She's like me. She's oh, like, I think it's, the I most. Just, also, the way she was like, oh, I think it's, I think it's beautiful. I was like, <laughs> beautiful is a different adjective than I would use, but... Good Maybe for you. she's watching more of like the romantic ones, Karen, right? Like no. the love ones. Karen is the watching love ones. Karen is watching Ebony Threesomes. <laughs> the fact that there's so many categories, you can find everything that you want. Everything. So no, you can find everything that you want and everything that you don't want, and that you don't want. <laughs> that is so true. Everything that you don't want. This episode is brought to you by Pure Leaf Iced Tea. Go beyond reality with new Pure Leaf Blackberry Iced Tea and discover a berry delicious world bursting with unexpected blackberry flavor. A world so full of refreshing blackberry iced tea that you may never want to leave. But there's always time to linger. Try new Pure Leaf Blackberry Iced Tea. Visit amazon.com slash pureleaf and enter 20 Pure Leaf for 20% off your purchase of new Pure Leaf Blackberry Iced Tea. This episode is brought to you by 7-Eleven. Cold slurpy drinks and a hot summer day are a match made in heaven and your favorite refreshment just got even better. Let's talk about 7-Eleven's $1 small slurpy drink with seven rewards. It's the classic frozen fizzy treat. You can't get anywhere else. I'm a blue raspberry guy. Just know that about me. Know that about me going forward. Anytime there's a drink like this, I'm in on the blue raspberry. If you're feeling thirsty, feeling thirsty right now, how about going to visit a 7-Eleven valid through 1725? 7-Eleven has the right to end this promotion early, plus tax, participating U.S. stores. See app for full terms. All rights reserved. This episode is brought to you by cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth. Plus, view its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. So when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. Speaking of ebony threesomes. Let's move on to Salt Lake and 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 Jen and Heather scissoring. I was like, Ebony threesomes on Salt Lake? No, no, no. What? No, no. What? Um, okay. This reunion. Callie, I fell asleep. Yeah. It just, unfortunately, Jen is so much of the, like, thread that weaves through all of the nonsense that it is really hard to get to the bottom of anything. So like there might be arguments about stuff, but like we just never get the full picture because Jen's not there. 
Like they were talking about her 80% of the time. I, the, what I got from this reunion is that I don't know how we move forward. It was there. When I, when I get to a reunion, I want you to be hashing out things that have happened as it was airing. I want to see, I don't want to see you have the same fights that I saw you have all season. I want you to talk about the things that were said on social media. I want updates. I want to know that the alliances have changed. I, To me, I felt like I was watching the season again. So I was insanely bored on watching y'all have the same fights. And to me, the Angie's of it all, the Dana's of it all, it's such, it's so forced And they are so desperate to be on the show. And I don't remember which actual housewife said it. Angie K, maybe it was Meredith. You've been trying for years. I think it was Meredith. She's like, you've been trying since the beginning of this franchise to be a part of it. And now you finally got on the show. And I just, it's just, I hated it. And I'm really disliking Salt Lake City. And if this is the group that we're getting next season... I might binge watch it because I'm not going to lie and tell y'all I'm not going to watch it, <laughs> but I'm not going to watch it every week. I might have to binge watch it all at one time. This was just so painful. It gave us nothing. I, I was watching it thinking, how were we going to recap from the way it started? Them coming out of a Sprinter van? That was whack. Yeah. The other thing is... The friends of Angie, Dana, Angie K, Angie H, and Dana. I don't want to see none of them full time either. No, none so of them. So I was just like, I don't even know like what direction to go from here. Um, they've also just like aligned and picked sides and no matter who's right or who's wrong, the other side won't admit it. Like the fact that Heather and um, Meredith just like won't be like what she did was wrong. Like they, they just still have to, for some reason, take Jen's side on things. And I'm just like, ugh, the black eye of it all, like all of it makes no sense. And Without Jen, I'm almost like, do you need to recast? The only person that I like after this season is Lisa. And she was one of my least favorites going in. Have you seen the stuff floating around, trending on Twitter with Lisa? No, what happened? It's a bit of a reach, but Lisa's... Lisa and Angie K, I think it was Angie K first is they're taking pictures with a guy who was wearing a White Lives Matter shirt, like oh, the God. Kanye shirt, yeah. uh, during Sundance. And Angie Kay had pictures with him. And then they saw that he followed Lisa. So they were like, Lisa's friends with this guy who wears a White Lives mm. Matter shirt. And it's like, okay, he follows her, she follows him. I don't, that's a bit of a reach to say. Wait, is Angie you know, Kay white? I don't, I don't think so. She looks like she she's she's had a lot of work done. Yeah, so I don't it's hard to know. Tell. She's a, and it was very evident at the reunion. Yeah. She also, had she got talk, some stuff we redone. On, we touched on this earlier, but 
the looks. <laughs> what was the theme? Orange, pink. It was it red. Um, I, d- I don't know. I don't know what anybody was wearing. Everybody's outfit. Where the wild, where the wild things are seemed like very like. You got seemed like very like. <laughs> what would you wear in a children's tale in the woods? <laughs> That's what I got. The only person I thought that looked great, which she's kind of looked great every um, reunion, at least her face. Sometimes her boobs have done some weird things. Um, but is Meredith. I thought she looked like refreshed and good. Um, but she really just didn't like, didn't, no one gave me anything. And, and that's the theme of the reunion. They gave us nothing. Lisa and Meredith are not going to be friends. No. Heather and Whitney are not going to be friends. Da- Dana wanted her moment. We finally got to see the footage that we didn't get to see in that final episode where she tells off Jen, I am 95% confident she memorized that speech. Rehearsed, 100%. Rehearsed it. It was memorized. It seemed like she was like, wait, this is the word that's supposed to come next after this word, and this is the point that I have to make. It it just very much so was, it was odd. Yeah. I just, I, and even when they asked Dana, you know, did you ever want to give Jen a chance? And I'm not taking up for Jen at all, but did you ever want to give Jen a chance? Did you ever try? Her explanation didn't make sense. Angie Kay's been friends with Jen for 20 plus years. The way she turned on her and Meredith really, Meredith was my favorite watching. To me, I liked Meredith the most. Meredith was my favorite talking about like the way that she, she was very logical and the things she was saying to Angie K, it was calling her out. And that's why I, I liked how she was kind of like, you just wanted to be so a part of this season. You've been trying to be a part of a real housewife from the beginning that I just like she shut everything that Angie K was down. Wait, Angie, it, the Angie H, Angie H. No, no, no. Angie K. When Angie K, when she was explaining the champagne thing and how she overreacted. Oh, yeah, yes, and yes, yes, yes. She was shutting her down. I don't that none of them, the extras make sense to me. Mm-mm. None of the extras. Mm-mm. And Lisa, I don't know how you could say Lisa's your favorite. Lisa was so annoying. <laughs> she I is annoying. Thinking, I think my I think my body forced me to fall asleep because she just kept talking <laughs> and talking and talking. And it was like somebody was trying to make a point. Andy was trying to talk and she would just butt in. She's like, okay, I just have to say, I was not a part of that. And it's like, Lisa, we know. We get I, it. My friend texted me and was like, whose side are you on? Heather and Meredith or Lisa and Whitney? And I was like, uh, neither. I like Lisa and I like Heather, but I don't like either side of this. I don't like the the two sides to me are bad. We need to shake it up. I liked Mer I liked Meredith. Meredith came out strong in this to me. And strong and Lisa is talking a about reach. Them- no one was strong. Well, compared to everybody else, it was okay. all Meredith to me. From her looks, she had the best look. She had the, she best, had the look. best reactions. She seemed to like not care. We really just shut everything down. Kind of, she was just very logical to me. I and think the pill popping of I it think... all. <laughs> Lisa talking about them pill popping, and even Andy being like, "Okay, that was a lot. Like that was a lot for you to say that." However, I will say, we even recapped how calm and chill. Meredith was throughout all the fighting in San Diego. Remember, we were like, she was barely even there. She was checked 
else. I think she was doing shrooms. That could be the effects of... That's not the effects of, of shrooms. It can be. That's an effect of... That's the effects of ketamine. Ketamine, <laughs> yeah. That is the effects of ketamine. Which, she yeah. was so Ketamine is definitely chill. a, like, popular drug of choice right now. Now, we should say, allegedly, that's all that. But I will say the behaviors that I saw at the table, at the dinner when everybody was yelling, those seemed to be effects of ketamine. The behavior that I saw when they were Marilyn Monroe running all around are shrooms. <laughs> or was that the night? Yeah, that's the night that she got punched. Yeah, I think that there was ketamine. I think there was or Xanax. I think that there was shrooms. People still do Xanax like that. Yes. Um, but I, Lisa, I don't know why you're bringing that up if everyone's doing it. Yeah, it just, but I think you pointed out at one point about Lisa is very conservative. Yeah. So I could see her being so taken aback by hearing the fact that people were doing things outside of drinking. By the way, I don't think Lisa was doing it. (laughs) No, 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 no. And again, this is all alleged, 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 alleged. Yeah, 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 yeah. I could see her really clutching her pearls hearing that there were other recreational activities that possibly could have been, allegedly could have been going on while on this trip. And she was waiting to drop that bomb. And she was waiting to drop that bomb. Bomb because bomb because what Lisa loves to say is what she's not a part of. Yeah, she that's loves true. to always that say, I had nothing to do with that. I never said that. And she will let everybody know multiple times that that was the case. The only thing she did at this reunion that I don't think Meredith was logical about is this whole Jen situation and how she's acting about it is weird to me. Whereas how Lisa is responding to it, I agree with. Not how she was like, you're going to believe someone that's going to prison, da, da, da. Although, great point. Um, I Like, Lisa being like, even on the show, like, I want to support her, da, 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 until, like, she's found guilty. She is found guilty, though. Like, I have a problem with that. Like, Lisa fully being able to call that out and being like, why can't we ask questions about this? This is something that's happening. Like, I think that I would probably align more with Lisa in her response to Jen. And I don't even think Lisa's being a bad friend. Like, she's like, I want to support you right now. But if you did do these things, like, that's not okay. And I feel like that is the, like, friendship stance I would take. Even if I'm going to support my friend through it. So even if Meredith and Heather want to support her through it, that's fine to me. You still need to tell your friend that what they did was not okay. Yeah, I think they're there at this point. Like Heather seems to want to have nothing to do with Jen. Um, Meredith called her, right? Yeah, it was Meredith who called yeah, her. Yeah, Meredith called her. Um, okay, last thing, and this is how we ended the reunion. Do you believe Heather's explanation of what she finally, because that was new information, what she, when she finally speaks on the black eye and answers to the inconsistencies as we watch the season of the things that she said. Do you believe her explanation? Um, do I believe Heather's explanation of the black eye? Do I think that she knows what happened? I do. Um, we do have her on the pod coming up and she does explain more, but um, that is my opinion. I agree with you. I think she blacked out. 
And so I really believe that she doesn't know. And I believe, I do believe her about the Mormon shame. Oh, I believe that I too. really, I believe that, you know, she didn't want to admit, because to be, if you've ever blacked out, it actually is a scary thing the next day because you're trying to pick up the pieces and connect together your night. You're calling people, you're texting people, you're looking through your phone to see if they're pictures. You're like, what did I do? What did I say? Did I embarrass myself? What happened? And to wake up with a black eye and you don't remember, I would be, that's well, and, no, you know, not the cameras even, were yeah. there. Also, it wasn't so even that's like, horrifying. it wasn't even like a light black eye. Like, yeah. It did look and like she got. You don't know got, what the cameras captured. It did look like she got beat. What I don't believe is that her and Jen were hooking up. I don't believe that. Oh, at no. All. Never thought it was believable. And that's just like another thing that Angie K is saying to try to get on the show and be like, whatever. Um, but yeah, I don't know why we're having, or are we? Are we getting a part two? Yeah. I don't know why. I don't know why we're having a part two. I don't. And three? Producer Devin said, and three? Did, haven't we covered literally everything? Um, what else is there to talk about? I don't know. The previews for next week, Andy and Meredith go at it over her stance on Jen. Um, they also I, talk about... I don't want to talk about her not he while well, she's not here. I know. They also talk about um, the, like, Heather and Whitney of it all and the trauma that she went through and all that. Again, that could be a half an episode. How in the world are we getting two and three? I'm gonna say, I would like to say this. As we are getting new, you know, we're about to get Summer House. We're about to get Vanderpump Rules. I am not confident that we will cover two or three. I'm sorry. I'm just going to say it. It might be a mention, but I don't see, unless we get something very new, if there's a surprise guest, I do not understand how we can truly give y'all good content of covering part two and three. I don't. I don't even feel like we did a good job of part one because they didn't do a good job in this reunion. How can we do our jobs if they don't? That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> TBD. But the good news is we've got good shows that are about to premiere and I'm very excited. Good things are ahead, guys. And we can put the bad things to rest. All right. That is it for us on Morally Corrupt. Hope you guys have enjoyed this jam-packed episode. We will bring more to you next week. Have a happy Friday. Have a safe weekend. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.